Hey there. So um, we talked a lot about meetings the last three episodes. And here's the biggest thing. Have you ever been in a meeting? You walked out of there and you were the organizer and you're suddenly left with all the to-do items. Oh, that's me so many times. Today, we're going to fix that and talk about how to make sure we give appropriate next steps after the meeting is done. So stay tuned for after the music. And this is really critical to understand to make sure you make progress. Welcome to the Academic Revolution podcast, where we are creating a movement to change the future of academic medicine forever. I'm Inga Hoffman, a Harvard-trained pediatric hematologist, oncologist, and a passionate leadership coach with over 20 years of experience in academic medicine. This is the first podcast for academic physicians that will show you how to achieve higher productivity, become an impactful leader, and create a highly successful career doing what you love without sacrificing your personal life. You and I know that the traditional system is broken, so it's time to say no to the old publish or perish mentality and say yes to lasting change. Join me as we transform academic medicine from the inside out, one physician at a time, starting right here with the Academic Revolution podcast. Well, hello and welcome back to the Academic Revolution podcast. I'm Inga Hoffman, your host, and I'm so excited. We're concluding today this four-part series on how to host effective meetings and medicine. And if you're paying any attention to these steps, they're all very simple to do. The last one we're going to talk about is making sure we're giving next steps meaning all the good, the meat of the meeting, all the great things you discussed actually are taking fruition and action will happen afterwards so that whatever we discussed is actually translated into some real actionable steps and results. Because otherwise, we just had a nice get together, but nothing really happens, right? So we have to implement what we decided upon in the meeting. And that's what we're going to talk about today. This should be pretty quick. There are basically three key steps you should take to make sure you give a appropriate next steps, we call them action items, after the meeting. So let's dive right into it. The first one is uh, the owner. You need to make sure that for every action item you have at the end of the day, that you have one owner, one person, not two, three, or five, uh, one owner that is fully responsible to make sure that this to-do item, this action item, is seen through to completion. In other words, who is the person whose butt is on the line when things fall through? Who is held, be held responsible for this action item to actually be completed? Just want to let you know uh, a word of caution. What often happens in meetings, because I'm in Pete's, we are all so nice to each other most of the time. Um, people try to be extra courteous and helpful and they say, well, I'm going to help you out and let's do it together. And that's great. That's awesome. You totally should work together as teams. But when it comes to the owner, there is one person in charge. That doesn't mean you couldn't collaborate with somebody. In fact, the owner could delegate this action item to somebody else. It doesn't mean they're going to complete it all by themselves. It means they're fully responsible to make sure that it gets carried out and the task gets completed, whatever that task is. So that's just a word of caution. You can team up with other people, but one person 
needs to be in charge and be responsible. Okay, so that's step number one. Identify a very clear owner. Number two is a timeline. You should, just like setting goals, you should have a specific date in mind when that action item is completed. And that's very clear. You have to agree in the meeting who owns the item and when is it completed exactly by. Now, sometimes we we might have to take our best guess and perhaps things take longer. That is okay. Then you need to give a status update and and assure you communicate what the problems or the roadblocks are, why it hasn't been completed. But there should be a timeline on there. Really important because if it's not time keyed and has a deadline on it, it will not happen. It will not move forward and uh, people get very nebulous. It will just be pushed off the to-do list forever. So that's really critically important. And then the third one is setting expectations. So with that to-do item, that action item on that list, what specifically will be actually returned or be done with it? So you have to be very concrete and you should agree on this at the end of the meeting. Not just who owns it, when will it be done, but how does the end product look like? You shouldn't leave that up to the interpretations of the person who owns this task because your expectation and their expectations or interpretation, what they heard might be two very different things. So you really want to be super specific to the point that you feel like, that's silly, do we really need to talk about this? Yes, because otherwise you will get a work product back that you didn't want or expect or that isn't helpful to the agenda. So define exactly what a deliverable will look like and be very specific. So for example, I might say, well, um, I will on this topic, I will look into the clinic workflow for next time and why we always have delays. That's sort of uh, specific, but it isn't really that specific, right? What does that mean? I will look into the clinic workflow and why we often always have delays and patients stacking up. You could say more specifically or agree upon something, whatever that is. I'm going to talk to clinic manager X. We're going to sit down and we're going to come up with three specific points why we think we have clinic delays. And I will bring next time to our next meeting a five-minute update or presentation or a one-page summary sheet outlining this. Now it's crystal clear so that you know actually, oh, this task means exactly that. And you actually have a little baby to-do list or um, that others know as well. Oh, next time, Jenny is going to present five points on the clinic workflow issue. Let's make sure we have five minutes or 10 minutes of an agenda slot for her. So that's really important. You need to be very specific so that everybody is clear what to expect. Because what I have seen happen over and over again, and I made those mistakes, you kind of, you know, look into it a little bit, but then there's still many unanswered questions. So you really want to make sure you see it through and it's very clear to everybody what the deliverable actually is. And that's so fun. Then you drive things forward. You know, oh, I'm supposed to do this, exactly this, and then I know I'm done. And it also gives you a much better sense how much time it actually will take versus I will look into this topic. Well, that might mean you have a five-minute hallway conversation or it will take over your whole week. So very important to be clear on the expectations, on the deliverables, be specific. 
So to summarize, at the end of every meeting, you should set aside some very specific time frame, five, ten minutes, depending on how long the meeting is, to discuss next steps. During the meeting, you should have taken note of the action items and you should summarize them at the end as the leader. And then you make sure that all the items are distributed, that you give them to other people, preferable Keep those engaged that came up with the ideas or the problems and solutions and also keep track of the parking lot items. For every item that needs to be taken care of as an action item, distribute it to a owner with a specific timeline and with a very clear expectation what the deliverable of that action item actually looks like. And with that, you make sure that the meeting is actually keeping going, that it's gaining momentum, that discussion turns into action, turns into results. And it's not one of those meetings where everybody gets together oh, next time and say, oh, yeah, we haven't done that yet. That's then just a waste of time and it's it's dragging down and it's losing momentum and nobody wants to participate. So I hope this has served you. Uh, again, if this was a helpful episode, a helpful series, just you know, let me know in the review or send me a DM or a message on Facebook uh, or LinkedIn and just say if this was helpful or if you want to learn about other topics, just message me on Facebook or LinkedIn. Wonderful. So go make sure you grab your guide, your meeting guide, so you can take these action items back to your organization. I know it's hard to take notes on a podcast because most of us are listening to stuff while we're driving, commuting, cleaning the kitchen, doing stuff in the house. So download your meeting guide at ingahoffman.com 1F two ends, ingahoffman.com forward slash meetings. Have a great week and talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Academic Revolution podcast today. If you've gotten value from today's episode, I would love for you to share it with your friends and colleagues and help create a movement that changes the future of academic medicine forever. Also, don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn, and visit ingahoffman.com for more information on how to work with me. Links are in the show notes. Until then, be well, and see you on the next episode of the Academic Revolution podcast. 